brought to you by GN and Co. Ayo, where you going? You know that it's after school is after school with your girl, Sis G-U. Gang, welcome back to yet another episode of After School is After School with your girl, Sis G.U. To my returning listeners, I hope that you guys are well. And to those that are joining us for the first time, I hope you like what you see and you join the gang, please. I hope you like what you see and you join the gang, please. I hope you, what you, and you. Thank you. Amen. Hallelujah. Firstly, Happy New Year. Happy 2023. This is the final episode of season two. Season three will be kicking off quite shortly, so you won't be waiting for too long. But I did think it was important that, you know, I just come and close off the season properly and wish you guys a happy, happy, happy New Year. And before getting into this episode, I want to talk about something exciting. In my last few episodes, I'd said that, you know what, guys, we're working on something. Keep listening and you're here. But... Your girl, Sis G, you can it. All right, is hosting her first ever live podcasting event on the 11th of February at the Coolie China Studios. Guys, it is going to be a lovely evening filled with great conversations, food, drinks, as well as live performances. Tickets are currently on sale at Ticket Pro. The early bird is 200, the general is 250. And we also have table bookings for those that wish to be able to sit with their loved ones, with their friends. And a table booking comes with various different things. So, yeah. If you don't follow my business page, please head over to Instagram and do that. It is called GN Corporation. And that is where we're posting everything that has to do with me and my work and everything that has to do with this event. So you'll find the flyer with the different table bookings, the prices, and what it is that it comes with. So, yeah, guys. I know you guys really rock with my podcast. So I think it would be really cool if we could have a live podcast. You know what I'm saying? Have you guys interact with me and just do this in front of you. I'm going to be nervous on the day. I'm going to tell you straight up. Up, but I know I'm gonna kill it regardless so yeah make sure to get your tickets guys before they sell out like genuinely <laughs> because you know the numbers are capped a bit but yes I just wanted to get that out of the way yeah guys this is the first time I'm recording a podcast episode in 2023 and I just thought to really round off 2022 and to make sure that we're all feeling the 2023 vibes I think I'll be titling this episode the choice is yours yeah January is a special month for me I normally just take time out to focus on me realign you know like set my goals for the year I'm a little bit more quiet on social media just because it really is time out for me and it's a resting period and I think God is speaking something into my life and I think that I'm going to share it with you guys. And I honestly think that he had started to share, he had shared this word with me last year, but I wasn't necessarily ready to speak about it because I myself wasn't sure about it and how I would implement it and what it meant. But guys, the choice is yours. Your life is yours. It's no one else's but yours. You don't share it with anyone. I mean, we do we do this life walk with people, with our friends and our families, but you are in charge of your story. You are in charge of the narrative. You are in charge of what happens. And I think sometimes in life, it's very easy to think that you aren't in charge of these things. You know, that your parents make all of your choices and that you have to do what people want for you to do. And because you go out with your friends all the time, and you create these memories and you've achieved things with your friends, you then think that that's what 
the basis of your life is going to be. You always doing things with people and it isn't that. And last year, I think I was in a season of God singling me out in that I had been used to doing certain things with certain people. And they came, they came a time where he was like, no, certain opportunities are for you and you alone, you know. I never thought I'd see myself traveling outside of my friends and my family. And that was a very big thing for me, you know, for God to give me the opportunity to do so by myself was honestly life-changing and it took me all the way back to high school and varsity and in my people pleaser episode I obviously explained what being a people pleaser is and just how it had affected me but I think that it had trickled into the way I had viewed my future because I really had thought that life was a team effort at large and I mean again it really is it really really is so this is not me saying that you must now like dismiss your friends and your family because you need them and you need to lean on them for them to support you but the walk is yours you know you choose who it is that you want to walk with but it is your walk on your path so even if someone is doing it with you they are accompanying you on your path it's not necessarily the path that you guys have together and now this is what the rest of your life is going to be so I think in high school and varsity like I didn't understand this like I think I would always want to shape shift into what it is my friends at the time were doing or could do. You know, like in high school, I was not... Okay, let me not talk about high school because I can't even give you an example. Like I'm struggling to think of one as I'm starting, but let me speak to varsity. So when I lived with my friends, you obviously see other people's studying patterns, right? So you see that like you have the one friend who doesn't necessarily have to study so hard and she still aces it. You have the other friend that's able to go out, have the best social life, still pass school. You may have the other friend who is in the library all of the time because in order for her to pass or for them to pass, they need to dedicate themselves. And I think sometimes when I was around different friends, I thought that I could study in the way that they did and that wasn't true. Like, I am someone who actually, like, I know I'm smart, but I know that I need to dedicate that much more time to the books in order for me to understand the concept and be able to pass a test, exam, essay, whatever it is. Like, I'm not the kind of person that can just decide the day before to start studying and things are going to work. I work well under pressure, yes, but it's not good for my anxiety and it doesn't always work for me. So that was the first instance in my life where I realized I'd like, yo, just because my friend is able to wake up, study for a few hours and pass and get a degree doesn't mean that that's going to be the path for me per se, you know? Like they also, I think about my household, you know, there's certain things that my mom can do in that like she may be able to sleep a little bit late, but still wake up at 6 a.m. and seize the day. I cannot do that. Like there's no two ways about it. And I think that God was just making me realize that I'm my own person with my own needs. And I don't need to try fit into what it is that other people do or fit into other people's routines because it's not going to work for me. I am a very spiritual person. And over the years, you know, I fast, I pray, I do all these things. And I, I've had like some friends ask me like, yo, why do you, why do you pray so much? Why do you fast so much? And thinking about it at the time, I couldn't answer it because it wasn't necessarily things that they were doing. You know, it was something that was very different and unique to me. And my friends have never made me feel bad for fasting and praying as much as what I do. But I think when I was asked that, I really wanted to understand why it was that it was like that for me, you know, and it wasn't like that for them. And then God just really spoke into my life and was like, it's like that for you, babe, because you are you. You are your own person. You have your own needs. And spiritually, you're someone who needs to be fed often. And you're someone who needs to, stay, to spend a lot of time in the presence of the Lord. Some people cannot do that and go about their lives. But I know that when I'm not close to God, everything is going, it's going down. You know what I'm saying? It's not the best. And I know that when I'm working with God and in his presence, things normally tend to work out for me that much better. So I just learned that I'm just maybe someone who needs to fast more often than what other people need to fast. You know, like you also have those friends who maybe 
don't have to do much to lose weight. It's like, okay, cool. I cut out sugar for a week and now things have happened for them. And then you want to do the same thing for yourself. And it's like, it doesn't work like that. You know, you may be someone who needs to cut out sugar, cut out carbs, go to the gym and then lose weight, you know? And weight is such a touchy topic because each person's body is so incredibly different that I've even learned in my journey that trying to do what other people do isn't always the best thing. You need to try and fail and learn what it is that works for your body and then you create your own routine that'll work for your body, you know? So it's stuff like that where I'm just like, your life is yours. You don't mimic anyone else. And I think when you're very cemented in your life and cemented in your purpose and cemented in your path, you stop almost comparing yourself to the people around you and wanting for your story to look like the people in your life's stories look like, you know? You stop wanting for things to unfold in a certain way because you understand things are unfolding in this way for me because it is my journey. And in your journey, you learn the things that you need to learn. Had I been able to maybe mimic one of my friend's journeys, I would not be the person that I am today because the lessons that I have learned today, I would not have learned. I would not have learned. And also as people, we learn things at different times, you know? Like your friend can go through something and then really have an awakening of some sort and be like, yo, like this is what I think life is about now or this is how I want to go about my life. And without that experience, they may not have gotten there, you know? And I do think we all learn similar lessons, but I'm starting to realize that we learn them at a different time. And just because you're going through something at one time doesn't mean your friend is going through something at one time. And I think it's also made me appreciate friendship that much more because although my friends and I are similar, we're different. And I think the beauty lies in the differences that we have. And I am appreciative of it because it gives me a different perspective, gives me a different outlook on life. My friends feed into me differently as to how I feed into, into them. And if we were all just one kind of person, it wouldn't work. I always say this, but like being you is your superpower. There is no one that does it like you. And I think that when people really start to accept that, accept that is when their life will get better because you learn to celebrate the, almost the things that you don't even like about yourself, you know? Like, I think maybe in high school, I, again, I didn't understand why I felt so devoted to church and why I wanted to pray so much that I was almost resentful of it to some extent. But now that I'm older, I'm like, damn, I'm really happy that I did that. And I'm really happy that God had called me to do that. And I honored it because it got me to where I was now, you know. And when I was fasting and people didn't understand, it's like I'm living my answer prayers because of the fast that I did two years ago. Two years ago. Like, I'm only seeing that come to pass now. So don't be ashamed in who you are. Don't be ashamed of your story. Celebrate your differences. Celebrate the fact that you are unique because God made you the way he intended for you to be, you know? And if you seem a little bit different than everyone else, that is okay. Like, and if people right now around you don't understand you, they will at some point. But the choice is yours. Your life is yours. We share moments with people, but your life, you wake up in your body by yourself every day and you go to bed. Okay, I don't know if y'all going to bed alone. <laughs> but like, you go to bed with yourself, you know? Like, you have to deal with your internal dialogue. You have to deal with your problems. And if you're trying to fit in to, I don't know, if you're trying to fit into the world at large and you're not being honest to yourself it'll show your quality of life will go down you're the one who's going to have the problems you're the one who's going to be upset you're the one who's going to have to deal with that you know like it's we need to stop working against ourselves and working for ourselves and I think working for yourself has a lot to do with understanding yourself and understanding what it is that you need as a person and also knowing that your needs are different from everyone else's and that you don't have to explain your needs also you know they're yours and yours alone and I've said this before but a message or a seed that is planted between well a seed that God plants in your life is between you and God and no one else and no one else is going to understand it or has to understand it including your parents I'm going to say that again, including your parents. Like, I remember when I was in varsity and, you know, things were not the best. And I 
I just think before I took my leave of absence, I had already detached myself and I already had mentally checked out. And I think my parents could see that. And they sat me down and they were like, dude, what do you want to do with your life? And I couldn't put it into words. I didn't necessarily know that this is what I'd be doing, but I just said, like, I'm good with people. And obviously, as a black parent, they're like, what the... Bruh. We grew up in community. Like, this is the whole thing. What do you mean you're good with people? Like, what is that going to do for you? How are you going to make a living out of that? But I'm now understanding that that was a seed that God had planted in my heart at the time. And I myself didn't make sense of it, you know? So obviously, because I'm not understanding it, my parents definitely weren't going to understand it. But now I'm realizing that, like, I was speaking in faith at that time and I didn't even know it. And had I ran away from that and ran away from that feeling, I wouldn't be where I am today, you know? And I know that the way that I had went about my leave of absence definitely wasn't the way that I would encourage anyone to go about it. Because if you're thinking of doing that, I do think it's very important that you have a conversation with your parents and let them know where you're at, you know? Like, I kind of did it first. What do they say? Um, do it and then ask for forgiveness. Yeah, mm, not the best way to go about it. Maybe just have the conversation first so that they feel like they're on this journey with you. And I think to some extent, you can help them understand why you're making the decisions that you are. But yeah, so I took the leave of absence. My parents were obviously terribly confused. Like, what is going on with this babes, babe? Like, we send you to Cape Town, girl, and now you're telling us you're not in school. And then afterwards, you're a YouTuber. And obviously, at that time, it was so tough. And I just remember praying to God to, like, help my parents understand what it is that I'm going through and help them understand my path. And now when I look back at it, like, my parents are my number one supporters. You know, it was an uncomfortable season, but it was a moment in a season. And I left that season. And now I'm in a great place. And honestly, I feel unstoppable knowing that my parents support me. You know, like, I think that's what gives me the courage every day or whenever I I come to the studio to speak knowing that I'm back at home and I'm going to have a whole conversation about that because I do think that like having the support of your parents really does a lot for a child like it really really does and I hate that sometimes as black children we have to go against our parents and then it results in them not supporting us and then now you're like tackling the world at large without feeding the love and support from home because as soon as I felt like my parents and I were aligned I honestly think is when my career started to take off because then I back myself just a whole lot more. So, yeah, even your parents won't understand sometimes, and that's okay, and it's okay for you to be confused, and it's okay for you to not understand the word that has been spoken into your life or understand the seed that has been planted, but what I know is that you feel it. Like, trust your intuition, trust your gut, trust your heart, trust your spirit. The internal conversations that you're having with yourself are not a mistake. They're not a mistake. They really aren't. They're supposed to be happening with you and you alone, you know? And I honestly believe that God will continue to reveal what it is that he has planted in you if you just give it time, if you meditate over it, if you pray over it. If, yeah, if to some extent, if you do become a little bit reclusive and more in your world, I think there is so much benefit in that. And also, I think what God is also <laughs> currently teaching me is that, like, I had released the social media episode with Mo, and in it, I'd said that I was in a good place with my socials, you know, like I don't spend that much time on it. But like with me really not being on social media right now, like my team is running all of my stuff. God bless them, love them. Thank you for that. I've just realized that I need to spend even that much less time on social media. Like I think it's really showing me that there are so many hours in the day that I cannot spend them consuming what it is that other people are doing. I can't do that. Like I need to be active in building my life, building my empire and just hearing my own voice and hearing my own thoughts and processing my feelings. Like I was doing my hair the other day with the Glam Bar. Shout out to the Glam Bar SA. And we were having a conversation while she was doing my hair and she was like, not being on social media has really helped her because you find yourself in a better mood. And I was like, that is so incredibly true. Guys, I'm happy every day, seven days a week, baby. Okay, I wake up happy. I go to bed happy. Just in that 
sometimes you think that something is not affecting you, but it is. You know, you can see something online and subconsciously it is bothering you and it alters your mood. And then you'll find yourself thinking in your day, like, what is upsetting me? Why do I feel like this? And it is actually because of something that you've seen, you know? And I think that with me not being present at all right now, it's really helping me to just deal with me and my emotions. When Gugu wakes up happy, she's happy the whole day. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, I'll have my own problems that might affect me, but like, those are my problems. I can deal with it. When you're dealing with the world's problems at large and everything else online, it can be like very hard for you to just truly be acting out of your own emotions. Like they often can be influenced by something that you've seen. So, you know, I think I just want to be like a lot uh, stricter, is not the word, but maybe it is the word, but like stricter in that my life is mine and I'm cultivating it every day, you know? And I think that sharing moments on social media is absolutely beautiful, but also choosing not to do so is okay. You know, the life is mine. I don't have to share something I don't want to share. And also I think that sometimes social media can make you feel like something didn't happen unless you posted it. And I'm out of that now. Now I'm like, no, people don't need to know that it happened in order for me to know that it happened because I was in that moment and I had the time of my life, you know? And I saw my friend and we kikied and created new memories and I traveled here, whatever it is. Like it happened for me and the fact that it happened for me needs to be enough I think that sometimes things need to happen for everyone in order for us to acknowledge that they happen for us which is wrong you know like if something is happening for you that should mean enough for you also before January started December for me is normally not like as of the past two three years December is not like the December that everyone has you know like the whole country looks forward to December and having a great time but I think because of work I often feel very tired towards the end of the year that I don't necessarily have the social capacity or energy to truly be out there. Don't get me wrong. I'm still going to go out here and there. But I just can't do it as much as what I used to. You know, I used to, like, I look back at my December a few years ago and it really was consumed with groove. And it was, the whole point was to wake up every day and seize the day and be somewhere, which is fine. And if you're doing that, like, that's great. If you have energy for that, live your life live your life then that's what I've also learned there will be a, a season for something else so if you're in the season of enjoying not enjoy enjoy because there'll come a time where you can't do that or maybe you don't feel like it is something you want to do so yeah December for me I was very intentional this year last year about that month being a month where I shed where I shed the whole of 2022, where I shed everything that has happened, where I shed relationships that did not work, where I left that year behind. I said to myself, I'm not, I am not stepping into 2023 thinking about 2022's problems. Like I've had a whole year to process, to deal, to heal. It needs to be done now. When I'm stepping into 2023, it, it, it is off of a clean slate. It is me coming into a new year with endless possibilities it is me coming into the new year with no hard feelings towards anyone and just realizing that you know what that person's not in my life it doesn't mean that I hate them but it's just like it didn't work out that's okay and now I get to focus on my life and my future and the relationships that still exist in my life so that was 2022 for me the end of it and as I've stepped into 2023 like I don't know what it is but like on the first there was a switch there was a switch as I stepped into the year I could feel the change and I think I felt the change because I allowed for the change to happen because I took the time out for myself to process what I needed to process so when I stepped into the first of it I was like okay cool clean slate new year new opportunities and you have a new beginning every day guys you don't have to wait for the beginning of the year you know it can be the beginning of a month it can be the beginning of a new week each day is the opportunity to try again and each day is the opportunity to build again like I think that's what's so beautiful about a day ending and a day beginning. Like yesterday's day is yesterday and today's day is today. And as you guys are in 2023, I hope that you guys are hopeful. 
I really do. Like, I even know, you know, towards the end of the year and beginning of the year, people will tweet stuff like, yo, 2023 is my year. Like, it's going to be a good year. And then sometimes people will come to that tweet and be like, bruh, you've said this for the past four years, you know, like you have been saying the same thing and nothing has happened. You know, like you said, you said it about 2022 and it wasn't a good year. And my question to you is that how can you come into a new year thinking it's not going to be a good year? How can you come into a new year not believing that it's going to be your year? Also, for me, I would rather be faithful and delusional and think that every year is my year until it's my year. Your attitude is everything. Your mindset is everything. You can't come into a new year thinking already that like, damn, the problems of last year are going to like follow me or like, damn, it's going to be a tough year. Like, yes, 2022 was not easy. And I really don't think it was easy for a lot of us. Like I was in church the other day and even the pastor was like, what was that? And I was like, oh, damn, even the pastor? Even the pastor is talking about what was 2022. I was like, damn, that's how I know that it was not an easy year for us at large, you know? And for me, I just decided to leave it behind. And I don't care. I don't care what people think. Like, I'm going to believe that this is going to be a great year. I'm going to believe that it's going to be my year. And guess what? I'm going to say the same thing about 2024 and the same thing about 2025 until it is. Like, I really think that stepping into the year with the right mindset and the right energy can literally call so many good things to you you know like I think when you're aligning yourself for things to fall into place and you're aligning yourself for good things to happen and you're having good thoughts good things will happen literally I'm sorry I don't know what to tell you like I'm I'm part of that crew every year is gonna be my year until it is you know and every year is my year to some extent you know like every year I conquer new things every year I achieve new things every year I get over hurdles that I never saw myself getting over every year I process things differently every year my mind changes like every year is a year of growth and every year I will come out of it better irregardless of what the year looks like you know irregardless of how hard it is like 2022 wasn't cute but I got through it and I learned and I grew and that is what the most important thing is. So I really hope that as when the first month of this year, you guys are excited and I hope that you are okay with differentiating yourself. I hope that you're okay with being different. I hope that you're okay with taking the path less chosen. I hope that you're okay with being different from your friends. I hope that you're okay with spending less time with your friends in certain seasons. I hope that you're okay with not being what the family wants you to be. I hope that you're okay with following your own dreams, which may potentially mean that you're upsetting some people around you because people will project what it is that they want for you to do with your life. I hope that you're okay with you. The choice is yours. Your life is yours. You do it with people, but the people around you do not tell you how to do your life. They may give you suggestions, of course, like we go to friends and family and we pray and you know, you go to your friends and family as a sound you're like yo this is what I'm going through but the choice is yours and I've also realized like sometimes I don't speak to my friends and family about everything because I can feel that it's for me and because other people around me won't understand it right now that's okay that's okay and when I'm ready to share that part of myself I will you know and maybe at that time I wasn't but now I am and you can tell people after the fact you know and I think that also growing up is also realizing mm, this is a bit crazy but growing up is also realizing that you don't necessarily have to share everything yeah, hey, like I think we obviously say lean on your friends, talk to your friends and family and that nothing should, you should never feel like you can't speak to them, you know, and you really should not because if you really want a soundboard, if you want support, you should be able to do that. But I also have realized that in my adult life, there are things that are for me and me alone and there are things that are between me and God alone and I don't need to share that with everyone and that is between our relationship, you know, like you have different friendships and in those friendships, there are things that are between the two of you. Even if you are in a group of friends and you share friends, there are things that happen between certain friends and I where I'm like, this is between 
between us and no one else needs to know it. And I was kind of like, why am I not applying that to God? Why is it that every time he speaks into my life, I have to share it with everyone? When sometimes it literally is just for me. Like, I do believe that God gives me, gives me messages to share with people at large. But I also believe that there are certain things that he gives to me for me. And... That has also given me a lot of peace, just knowing that like I really have my own relationship with him where no one really knows what one. Y'all don't know what we talk about. As much as I share my journey and I share my thoughts, there are things that I definitely keep for myself and I treasure. And, you know, sometimes people think that they know you because of what it is that you share. And it's like, not really. You know, you guys can have an idea of who I am. And I think you can sense who someone is to a large extent. But like, I have my own life. You know, like I really have my own life and I have my own personal thoughts and I have things that God has spoken into me that are just between the two of us. So, yeah, I just wanted to get that out there that this is going to be a great year. Great things are going to happen and that you're capable. And also something else that God is making me realize. And I mean, I feel like this is said all the time, but everything you want to achieve and want to be is already in you. You do not have to outsource it from anywhere else. It exists already. Like it may be you may be in the process of learning to let that part of you express itself or waiting for that part of yourself to show up honestly you know like I have a vision of who it is the woman that I want to be in a few years and I realize that like she already exists and she's here she's here and every day I'm working towards her and every day she's going to show up that much more and when I look at myself two years ago in comparison to now like the things that I'm doing now are definitely a part of the woman that I want to be in the end and also realizing that there is no end the journey is continuous. Like the journey of learning yourself and being your truest self is continuous. Like when I'm 40, I'm going to listen to some of my podcast episodes and be like, mm, that's crazy, girl. That's crazy. Because I don't really think you're about that either. And I think that's a beautiful journey and one you should hold dear to you. Like it's exciting to be able to discover different parts of you and different interests and yeah, just explore that and allow yourself to be in your truest form. And yeah, the older I'm getting, the softer I'm getting, like it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Every time I'm with my friends, I can guarantee you maybe I cry. If we're having a good time. Like towards the end of the night, I'm looking at everyone like, oh my goodness, I love you guys so much. And, you know, I think I used to be so ashamed of how big my heart is and how much I love people and how hard I can love. But I've really realized that like that's a part of my superpower. Like I think being able to love on people is great. And nothing to be ashamed of. I think being able to express love is great. Being able to love people and have people feel good and loved is a beautiful thing. So I'm not going to run away from that, you know. Like, I also think that <laughs> in varsity and as life goes, we definitely build up these walls because certain things happen, you know. And you go through your first relationship and then you're like, I'm never going to love again. I'm never going to do this, you know. And then it's like, I'm going to be a savage. I'm going to do this. I'm going to play the game. And it's like, okay, cool. Again, each thing has a season. Allow a season to exist. And I can almost guarantee you that you'll come out of it, you know. And I think you deserve to operate in your truest form as a person. And not in a way in such that you are, you're moving because you're trying to protect yourself or be something else, you know, like, or running away from who your true self is. Like, be your truest self. Be your truest self. And I'm telling you for free, your people will find you. Like, I often find people say to me, like, oh, how do you find your friends? Like, what did you do? I was myself. I was myself. And also, I became the friend that I wanted to find in other people to myself. Like, you want someone who's dependable, be dependable. You want someone who's going to be truthful, be truthful. You want someone who's kind, be kind. You have to be all of these things in order for you to attract it. So, yeah, like, I think I became myself and then I just found my people, which is lovely. And you will find your people. I can guarantee you that. Like, I know sometimes it doesn't feel like it and you may have gone through many of friendships where you felt like this was it and it wasn't it. That's okay, you know? Like, I also feel like people can't hide themselves for long. <laughs> and that's something I also learned last year. Like, people can approach you with a certain intention or with a certain vibe you know being like yeah let's be friends whatever whatever but like 
people's true intentions and their hearts will show at the end of it. You cannot hide forever. You can't. They'll slip up at some point, you know. And when you see it, it's not anything against them. It's not anything against you. But it's just you realizing that, you know what, I'm not meant to be doing this walk with you. And when you, again, are your most true self, you will find your people. So, yeah, I just want to say that I'm hoping you guys have a beautiful 2023. And I'm hoping that all the decisions that you make in regards to your life are heavily influenced by yourself and by your intuition and by God genuinely for the most part you know again it's so normal to speak to people and have a soundboard and the things that you're wanting to share share them but I honestly do believe that like to some extent no one knows you better than you yeah like no one does no one knows what it takes to be you every day no one knows how hard it is for you to wake up no one knows what your truest thoughts are no one knows what you're going through you know so I do think to some extent like no one truly knows what it is that you need better than yourself and if you spend more time with yourself I think hearing that message becomes a little bit easier hearing your internal dialogue and your the Holy Spirit and just your gut speaking to you becomes a little easier like when you just block out the noise and you focus on what it is that you want like I struggled this year when I was making my goals list. Like, what does Google want? You know, like, not to, not what does my manager want? Obviously, he wants the best for me, you know? But not what does my mom want? What do I want for myself? And I think that it's obviously very abundantly clear to me right now what I want. And that excites me to know that I'm working towards goals that are genuinely what I want and genuinely what I think I need. So, yeah, guys, this is me. This is just a little episode to say welcome to 2023, baby. The best year of our lives. We're going to have a freaking good time, okay? We're going to make amazing memories. We're going to make new friends. I mean, if you want new friends. We're going to have healing in our lives, healing in our friendships, healing in our family. Just honestly, also the tongue has power. Like, So if you're going to profess over yourself that it's going to be a tough year, then I don't know what to, what you expect. I don't know what you expect. So speak good things and good things will find you and good things will happen. So yeah, gang, this is me. I know that you guys would love to catch me live <laughs> on the 5th. Oh, on the 5th, I lied. I know that you guys would love to catch me live on the 11th of February at the Coolie Channel Studios. The event is called The Assembly. And obviously my podcast is called After Schools After School. The event's called The Assembly. I'd like for you guys, for those that will attend, to wear a touch of a schooling item nothing crazy i'm not saying come out in your full uniform if you want to do that you get to do that you know but like bring out a tie bring out some shorts and long socks bring out a blazer anything really i really look forward to it and i really look forward to experiencing it with you guys and i think it's going to be a lovely time tickets are available on ticket pro as we speak so make sure to get one of those gang it i love you it's gonna be a good year